Welcome back to the Lunchroom Sports Podcast. It's your boy, B Miles, and we got my same old co-host, Manny, and we got Dell again. And we got this is this your this your nigga Ant. So how are y'all doing today, man? Manny mad. What's Manny mad for? Dell broke the door. Dell did break the door. But well, we... Dell didn't mean to. Dell. <laughs> That's all. Dell apologizes. Manny, Dell apologizes, bro. I'm really not mad at Dell. Just mad about how shitty this apartment is, honestly. Because fuck this apartment. But proceed. That's why we got to make the sports podcast. We can make it out, Manny. We got to make it out the trenches, bro. We got to make it out of the hood. Come on, bro. We finna, we finna live lavish next next. Next couple, not after Bigsby. Man, you gonna have a big ass door with the gold locks <laughs> and shit, bro. <laughs> and then we finna break that one. And then there's gonna be more hoes walking the hallways than Bigsby, nigga. More hoes. <laughs> you good? I'm trying to cheer you up. <laughs> that should not cheer me up, bro. Bro, what's going on up then? That loud ass phone, boy. All right. But back to the sports podcast, since this is obviously going to get us big one day. What's been going on in sports, guys? A whole bunch of shit. A whole bunch bunch of shit. Yes. I I agree, a lot of bullshit. But I think the biggest thing in sports, like all sports right now, is that man Antonio Brown. He's he's off the wall again, bro. (laughs) What you laughing for, bro? That nigga cool as shit. So basically what Antonio Brown was saying in his statement was that he had a hurt ankle and he told the coach, but coach was basically like, nah, you got to play through it. That's basically Antonio Brown's point of view for those of y'all who don't know the backstory. So you think that he's not, it's not his fault? I don't think it's his fault. I and mean, he said that the coach told him on the side, like, you're cut, you're done. So, I mean, yeah. at that point, not on the team, so. Yeah. But there are, there's also two stories to this to this uh, situation because Bruce Arians size he didn't know about the injury and uh, he told him that uh, he wasn't trying to get in the game he said no I'm not trying to get back get back in the game he said you're you're done you're cut and shit like that and then Tony Brown like he obviously said that he was hurt on it he was hurt his injury needed surgery and shit and coach was trying to put him in but then you see that nigga Fucking running routes and shit during the game, looking like his ankle was fine and shit. It was like, is his ankle really hurt? Because this nigga dead ass broke the defender. Yeah, he broke him. He broke him like hard. He's just tough like that. I mean, you have to think about like they professional athletes. So my my expectations when I see an NFL game or NBA game, seeing the best players out there playing through it, even like perfect example for me back to basketball, but Kobe. That nigga played through every fucking injury and gave it his all and still performed well. I'm not saying everybody's built like Kobe because, you know, some players are built like that, played through injuries, but I don't know. I just think Antonio Brown <laughs> made a little loco, but I personally think that that nigga should have just played. Like, um, if coach, if you're suited up, then coach is going to expect you to play. Yeah, that's what true. I think. He was all suited up. He was like you said, out there running routes and shit. Why would a coach not expect him to play? That's true. Also, Tom Brady played last year's Super Bowl with a broken leg. So it Dude, goes to show you. There is a list of list of people that Bruce Arians put in when they were injured. There's Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Chris Godwin, uh, Leonard Fournette. They all played on injuries, and they like Bruce Arians told them to go in. So I kind of, I kind of, it kind of, you know. I mean, that's the expectation in, in Tampa, basically. Like Bruce I want it's Bruce Arians' expectation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, I feel like that's his expectation. Do you think it's a bad expectation? Yes. You do? Because 
if they go on the field and have like a career ending and an uh, injury, that's gonna fall hard on Bruce Arians. That's true. Yeah. And later on, they're gonna find out that they were playing him with that injury. And it's just regular season. Yeah, it's just regular season. And Tampa's got that division locked up. I'm sorry with y'all Falcons, but that division is sorry. It's not hard to lock up that division. You don't need. It's sorry now. It's sorry. It wasn't sorry back then, for real. It, it just sorry. Started, it got sorry for the past few years. Dead ass, because there's dead ass every year. We have at least two teams come out the division every year. It's just this this year with Tom Brady and this shit. It's kind of hard, and we Falcons lost players. Ah man, Falcons lost players. Hey, uh, lost players like uh, like Calvin Ridley. Fuck Calvin Ridley. I hate that nigga. Damn. That nigga's like a that. bitch. It's like that. Fuck him. It's like that. I don't like him. It's I don't like, like him anymore. Okay, you see how I feel about Kyrie? Because he basically did the same shit to the Celtics. I love that nigga. They did the same shit, bro. I like Kyrie. I, I don't like what Kyrie did either, but to kind of defend Calvin Ridley, y'all are, y'all are ass. The Celtics were actually solid, bro. So I understand your frustration more. Than uh, Manny's because if your team is ass, I wouldn't want to play. Well, I'm gonna play if it's basketball because I like the hoop and shit. But <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying like, like home, where we are now, like we did, we did pretty fucking decent without him uh, on the court. I mean, not court, fucking on the field, and we're like fighting for, or basically fighting for a playoff spot, kind of, kind of in there. And I feel like if we had him. We deadass would have made the playoffs. We would have made the playoffs. We definitely would have made the playoffs with him. And I just, I mean, honestly, bro, I still fuck him, bro. If a nigga wants out, he wants out. All right, but he didn't. That's not the, that's not the reason he sat. He sat because of mental reasons, mental health reasons. But that, he, we just, I thought you said he, he wasn't, what is it called? He wasn't really going through that shit. I mean, it seemed, I'm not saying he, he did it, but it just seemed really like, you claim that you 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 sat out half the season because of mental health issues, but then at the end of the season you're saying, "Oh, now I want out of that." Exactly. It just seems like you know, it just seems like you like you you weren't even like fully after Julio Jones left, you weren't trying to fucking play for the Falcons anymore. Exactly. <clears throat> so, but well, why wouldn't you? Why would you? The team is ass. No, that's the, the, I don't know. You, I don't know if you like anywhere. So we're we're saying like if you just come come like. Like come correct. I don't want to say come correct, but like, uh, be real with what you're trying to say. Like, be real with what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like, just in the beginning, up. just be straight up. Like, you went out of Atlanta. We could have. We could have been dealt you before the trade deadline. Can we play the rest of the season? Like, could have had more cap space. Like more cap space. Like, but he didn't want to do that. But that doesn't help him in any way, huh? Think think about teams that trade players. The tra- the players rarely get a real say in where they want to go unless they have like a specific trade clause. So him holding out for the rest of the year and then saying that makes sense for him because he probably wants to go where he wants to go. He just wants the team to cut him. He doesn't want to play for that team. But if you tell the team while the season's still going before the trade deadline, that team's going to trade you wherever they get the best deal. They're not going to trade you where you want to go. They're not going to give a fuck where you want to go because you don't want to play for them. So, I mean, he's probably going to end up in maybe a worse situation than Atlanta. Like, what if he ends up in Jacksonville or something like that? He don't want to play for them. They, they suck, too. I mean, he want to go where he want to go. So that doesn't benefit him in any way. I, guess That's true. I don't see why he wouldn't just play the season and then at the end say, yeah. I'm going out of Atlanta. Yeah, because you don't know what could have happened during – if he played, we don't know what could have happened with the Falcons. Like, they could have maybe won three more games possibly. Yeah. And then got IRC, actually had a chance. Like, you never know. So I just like, At least the wild card position. Yeah, I agree. But, like, I'm not saying that would have happened, but, like, you never know. It's possible. But that's also if he cares about the Falcons that much, which obviously. That's what, yeah, it's he does. He doesn't care about the Falcons. That's crazy, because remember, we went to the, uh, the beginning of the season rally in Atlantic Station, beginning of the year. He was one of the three players there. Mm-hmm. They had the kicker. That sorry ass running back Mike Davis, <laughs> and then Calvin Ridley, and like a few fucking games into the season, this nigga says he's sucking the leave of absence or some shit for mental health reasons. Yeah, and he was on my fantasy football team too, and that shit killed me, bro. That shit really did kill my kill my team, bro. I think another team like 
depends on your, not necessarily, yeah, like your passion for the sport. Because I was thinking about my favorite player in the whole world. That nigga Russell Westbrook, <laughs> bro. He had nobody on that OKC team. But he still played because he cared about the organization that much. He was passionate about the sport. And, like, yeah. if uh, Calvin Ridley had that same passion, even if your team is not going to make it to the playoffs or if they barely make it, if you really do care about the organization, care about your teammates, I think he would have made it happen. Yeah. But just like <laughs> that nigga Russell. <laughs> that nigga Russell. Don't hit me. Okay, 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 my bad. But, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, that's the point I just wanted to make. I just think this kind of shows and reflects that yeah. it's not, he's not, he's not, He's not that nigga like Russell Westbrook. I well, obviously, but it's just he doesn't have the passion for football. Like he just wants to be on a contender. That's like he rather he rather sit out than uh, be on a. I feel like I, I get what he's saying, but like I feel like you just gotta play. Like why would you not play and then say I want to have Atlanta? See, this is crazy for me because y'all are Falcons fans. And I'm a Steelers fan. In my situation. Me and my dad watch Steelers games all the time. Every Steelers game. But we see Big Ben. And it was Big Ben's last home game last week. We've been wanting him out of Pittsburgh for the last two years, bro. Because he can't, he just can't throw. I mean, we love Big Ben. He's the greatest quarterback the Steelers have ever had. He's an all-time great automatic Hall of Famer. But he don't have it no more. And he wants to play. And we don't want him to play. You can't get him to not play. Yeah, we can't get him to not play. And it's obviously his last year this year. But we've been, like, waiting for him to retire for the last two, three years. See, I'd rather that than someone that doesn't want to play. But the thing is, our defense, like, okay, last year, we had the number one defense in the NFL. And we had a decent off. We had good receivers, but he couldn't get the ball to those receivers. So, like, okay, a quarterback is what we need. But he wants to play, but he really can't play. So, it's like, we got all the pieces except that quarterback. But that's Because he wants point. to stay in. Because he got a passion, right? Yeah, like, with that's the Kobe Bryant shit. Like, I would much rather somebody like that, like Big Ben, than let's say, yeah. like, your next quarterback comes mm-hmm. around and he on some Kyrie bullshit. Yeah. Like, do you really want to deal with that? No. Like, come on, bro. You fine when you're in, but when you're not in the mood to play or, like, when you kind of, like, tweak your ankle, you don't want to play. Like, we want – I think – I think you're right. Maybe y'all ready for Big Ben to go, but mm-hmm. I think you're gonna cherish the years that you have with for him sure. because he's very passionate about the sport. So and also, I feel like it's an age thing. I mean, Kyle Ridley, what he got drafted what two, three years ago? Yeah. Big Ben's been in the league eighteen years. <laughs> I mean, like it's <laughs> not even really comparison for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, I'm trying to compare it like a 23 year old to a 38 year old over here, but. Oh no! Yeah, just you can compare that because it just shows different loves for the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Calvin really should have more of a fucking passion for the game now than Big Ben. I feel like I feel like these young players just don't have a passion for the game anymore. Shit, crazy! It's Remember what happened with uh, Andrew Bynum in the Lakers? What happened to Andrew Luck with the Colts? No, okay. he just came out. He just came out at halftime. He's like, "Yeah, I'm retiring." Yeah, like that's crazy. And he he could have been an all time great. Andrew Luck, that man was fire. He was was a top five quarterback, easy. My dad always talks shit about him. I'm guessing because he was fought and shit and all these sorry ass Panthers. Yeah. Sorry, dad. I know you're gonna listen to this, but if you do, sorry, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Luck was like that. He was like that. But another young player who doesn't seem to be very into it lately is Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I feel like he and he just he just sucks. He just not that guy. Honestly, <laughs> okay, okay. You're not that guy. And he's playing. Guy. He's playing <laughs> injured as fuck, though. He's playing injured as fuck. Just sit down, get your health back, and then come yeah, back. Go ahead and log out. Go crazy. <laughs> but that he's playing injured as fuck, and I it's it's honestly honestly hindering his his play. But honestly, I don't think he's still he's still not the the answer for the Browns. Really, and it's kind of crazy because everybody thought it was uh, Odell's fault of why. The Browns. Man, who thought it was Odell's fault? Everybody. All I the analysts. St- uh, Stephen A. thought that. Um, I think Colin Cowherd uh, thought that. Um, what's his name? Max Kellerman th- thought that. Max hates everybody. They always going to blame the big name on the team. Yeah. Once that nigga leaves, they see It's probably. the next big name. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, for a perfect example. 
Oh, y'all tired of me talking about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, fuck this nigga Russell Westbrook, bro. bro. Because that's exactly what happened in Houston, bro. Like, when he, when Westbrook, <laughs> <laughs> when Westbrook, the one year Westbrook was in Houston, Houston, bro. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying every team he goes to, they make the playoffs every fucking year. Once he leaves, they fucking struggle. Like Chris Paul? Chris Paul is like that as well. Damn. <laughs> my thunder, no, my, but that, okay, y'all can use Chris Paul as an example. I'm just saying they be blaming people for certain shit just because they got a big name. I'm just saying they be like that's exactly what we're doing with Anthony Davis with the Lakers. But we're talking about football. Can I think of a football reference? Of course I can. <laughs> shit, we talking about this nigga Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. He the Cleveland Browns quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, have the Cleveland Browns ever had a good quarterback? Dude, since I've been alive, no. I can't remember them even. Dude, really look at the okay. So, fun fact: the the Browns team actually is like the Browns old team is what the Ravens are now, and then the Browns made a new team after Jim Brown, and that's how they got the Browns name. But they used to be like and that used to be the Ravens team. So that year, the Ravens won the Super Bowl. So okay, it's confusing. But you know, Ray, hold on, bro. When Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis's first Super Bowl, that was the Browns team like two years before that. But then they switched it to the Ravens, and the Browns made a new team. So, so that Browns, yeah, I think it was something. It was I don't know what it was called. What the fuck was this? It was a long time ago. My dad was telling me about this. But they used to be that used to be the Browns, and then the Ravens won that Super Bowl like two years after. So it was the Cleveland, and got Ray, Ray Ravens. Lewis. This was when Ray Lewis was there. Yeah, this was like two years before, and then they drafted Ray Lewis, and then they won oh. the Super Bowl. Oh. So basically, that team that was the Browns would have won that Super Bowl. That's so and Bill Belichick used to coach the Browns, too. That's so, so they would have been five for real. And they could have been the Patriots, and the Patriots could have been the Browns. Yeah, but ever since then, they've never had a good quarterback. Like, Big Ben has the most wins in that stadium. And he's played for the Steelers his whole career. What do y'all think about like the worst franchises? In Jaguars. Oh, Jaguars are new, bro. They're not that old. They're really not. Still the worst. You can say that about the Texans. They don't have a Super Bowl. The Falcons. They have never even been like all just always ass. I'd say the Falcons. I'd say the Browns. The Browns are by far the worst, bro. What if? Honestly, no. Jacksonville Jaguars are the worst franchise. In the NFL. I was gonna say Dolphins, but they can be. How long are the How long have the Jaguars been in? That's the what I'm looking at now. But the Browns have been in way longer than the uh, the Jaguars. That's cool and all, but they still the worst franchise. With a name like Browns, you know that nigga's been around for a minute. <laughs> I'm yeah. The fucking name is a fucking color, man. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Baker Mayfield, uh. Do you think he deserves all these fucking commercials and endorsements? I was just talking about that. Because like I I know he is he's a like I know his name because of that shit. Not really from him being really good. I feel like he's a marketable guy, I guess. He is a marketable guy, but I feel like he got that shit from college. Yeah, I mean, because he his name in college. His name was college big as fuck. He was a a Heisman trophy trophy winner. Yeah. If that's the case then motherfucking I think Joe Burrow. Oh, he'll get he his. Honestly, he'll get his. He'll get his. But honestly, sure. he I don't think is a marketable guy like Baker Mayfield is. Baker Mayfield. Like, he has the energy for commercials. I'm Joe Burrow. Same with Juju. Yeah. Juju hasn't... He hasn't played... He played, like, three games this year. But he's still in all these... He was in a Super Bowl commercial last year. And he hasn't done shit in the last two, three years. Ever since the Tony Brown left. He hasn't done shit. Who? Juju. Juju Smith. <laughs> Juju Smith. But the Jaguars were a team in 1995. 1995? 1995. That's not a long time. Oh, yeah, I've been alive, so that shit's a long time for me. Well, it hasn't. <laughs> it's been like what? This is the 27th year. That's not long. It's still I mean, pretty bad. But I always have been at. Yeah, no, no, no. They were in the AFC Championship a few years ago. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Fournette, that team. They won the AFC Championship. No, they were in it. They lost to Brady. They beat us. 
That's how I know. I don't even remember that shit. They took us out with Big Ben, uh, AB, Le'Veon, Juju. Okay, maybe they're at the worst. They're the most corrupt, I should say. Oh, no, they're not. The Raiders no. are. The Raiders are the most corrupt yeah. franchise. But the Raiders, back in the day, used to be real good. Like, they have they have mm-hmm. rings. They had John Madden. R.I.P. John Madden. Did they, did they name Madden after that nigga? They did. Yo, that nigga is a fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. John Madden, man. He died this past week. Right? Yeah. Right. Shit crazy. R.I.P. But, yeah, so I'm taking the Browns as the worst franchise ever, still. Um, Honestly, the Bengals not far from it, but they fire right now, so nobody gonna say nothing. They get in there. What about the Bills? Bills ain't making them <laughs> They went to four straight championships and, and lost, lost all four. four. You below the brows for that, just for that. How you lose four in a row, bro? Don't look at me. I I was. How the fuck did you lose four? I mean, it feels. I feel like you would figure it out one time. What quarterback was it against? Against? Yeah. I feel like John Elway. No, that's the same. No, it wasn't John Elway. It had to be an NFC team. I don't remember. Because if this some, if this gets a legendary, might be I'll Joe Montana. Shit, that nigga has four rings. Worst franchise, I'm going with the Browns. I gotta say the the Jags for me. Jags for you? Yeah. I gotta say the Browns, bro. That shit ridiculous. Yes, it is ridiculous. <clears throat> Sorry, Steve. Um, your Panthers are ass, man. Your Panthers are ass, man. Steve, I'm sorry, man. Your Panthers are ass. <laughs> Panthers are ass, bro. All right, but now it's time for NBA, man. Your favorite thing, yeah? I'm going to go crazy. Oh, let's go. So I want to start off with the biggest NBA headline, which was actually pretty crazy. The Kevin Porter Jr. comments about two nights ago. Uh, that just, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what he was thinking for real. But basically, the reporter, said, or the commentator said, as he hit a buzzer beater, he said, quote, you've got to give credit. Kevin Porter Jr., like his dad, pulled that trigger right at the right time. And his dad was killed in... By a shooting, like they got shot, so and he killed a, a four year old girl, yeah, like a convicted felon for that. Don't, uh, to all the listeners, don't think that I'm defending the commentator when I say all of this. I'm just, uh, can understand where he stands because he released a tweet apologizing for what he said and everything, saying that he mistook Kevin Porter Jr. as the son of a former Washington Bullets player, Kevin Porter. Because I personally, I grew up, uh, you know, my dad showing me basketball players and shit. So I personally thought Kevin Porter Jr. was that Kevin Porter's son. Yeah. So, like, I, if what he said is true, I'm not defending him or anything. I'm just saying what he's saying is true. I can understand that because uh, I'm in the same as that. That's what I was thinking the whole time, too. Even before all this... <laughs> All this shit happened, you know. Mm-hmm. But he had somebody else with the same name, so like that's what happened. Uh, there's there's a lot of people in the NBA like Hardaway Junior, Hardaway Tim Hardaway, Gary Payton, Gary Payton uh, Thirty. Second. So like I I can understand that, but uh, I know you guys saw what LeBron said. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking commentator. He gets paid to say accurate shit um, in swift moments like that, like when the game's on the line and all that shit. So. I think what LeBron said is right as well. He yeah. has to come prepared to the game knowing that shit. So. I mean, for me, I'm a sports management major, and I took broadcasting last year. And one of the things he told us is, like, the extensive amount of research you have to do before any type of game. Because my teacher used to be, like, a commentator and a radio analyst for the Falcons and everything like that. So he was telling me, like, how much research they have to do before a game. And if you don't know, like, okay, Kevin Porter Jr., if he's not the best player on the Rockets, he's second best. So I feel like you got to know, yeah. like, or most like don't, don't, don't just yeah. say stuff if you don't know. Like. Yeah, and that was that line. And also, it was a Washington reporter. So, I mean, Washington commentators. He was really, like, those type of commentators. Oh, was root, the Wizards? Yeah. Oh, so they know. root for the Wizards. So I feel like he was hurt by that shot. So he said shit like that, even though he knew. I feel like he actually knew. Because there's no way you don't do your research on that. And he knew. And he was hurt as a Wizards fan, so he said that. Yeah, I, I be noticing, bro. These reporters be salty as hell. Because I, I, I was watching the Hawks and Golden State play, bro. Uh, Steph Curry hit 
a three, and he got like fifty one points or something. <laughs> and this nigga Bob Rathbun was like, "This shit is stupid. Like, <laughs> y'all, y'all already <laughs> won the fucking game. Y'all are like twenty six points. Why is he still in the fucking game? He's so salty. He's salty as hell. So like, honestly, bro, <laughs> I don't. I don't think he he knew about his father. I feel like. I feel like, yeah, he was misinformed, but uh, he didn't mean to really say it. Obviously, he thought that Kevin Porter was his son. That was him. But Kevin Porter, he, he's talking about playing for the Bullets, Washington Bullets. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's like, why, why, would, why would, I feel like, why would that commentator know about Kevin Porter Jr., Jr.'s dad, dad, dad? Because he played for the Bullets. Washington I think Bullets. He's, Washington. What I'm saying is I think he assumed... That Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad was the player yeah, that played in Washington. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If but like, they, it, but they weren't. They weren't related. They're not related. So I think yeah. So he's, we're he's saying that he thought they were, but how do you not know that as a Washington reporter? That's what I'm not saying. I feel like if uh, one of these he's, oh, he's missing. Obviously, he was missing. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like you should know who Kevin. If Kevin Porter's son plays in the NBA, if he was a former Washington Bullets uh, player. And you're a commentator for the Washington Wizards, but I feel like uh, people just like assume like people have the last had the last name the same name. They're all on they're like automatically related. As a fan, like, this nigga like, many, bro. Like like for me, like uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich on the Jazz and Bogdanovich for the, the Hawks. For the Hawks, you thought I they thought were brothers. brothers. I thought they were brothers. Too. I think we was chilling, and this nigga talking about some bro. Don't. Uh, don't bogey brother play with the Jazz? I'm like, bro, Bogdanovich? He's like, yeah, aren't they brothers? I was like, no, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I thought they were brothers, too. This is like a... They don't even look the same, bro. They it don't matter if they look the they same. Play the same. They play the same. They, they kind of play the same. Well, bogey miss more shots. Bogdanovich be going crazy for the Jazz. Bogdanovich be going crazy okay. for real. That nigga bogey, fuck bogey. Fuck that nigga. So <laughs> bogey's for the Hawks and Bogdanovich is for the Jazz. Bob, yeah. Bogdan, Bogdanovich. I thought you were about to say some dumb shit like Marjanovic or some shit with saying they were brothers. Boban Marjanovic? Yeah. <laughs> that boy Toledovic. Who? Oh, oh, yeah. I know who that is. Yeah. Who? I be playing. I be knowing these NBA players. Boy, Toledovic? That boy had a little strap. He played for like two, three years. <laughs> really? All the, all the niggas with the something bitches, with the bitches at the end, those niggas can shoot. Busevich. Busevich, he, he a big man. He's still shit. Who, who, who can forget that boy Peja Stoyakovich? That boy uh, Drazen Petrovich. That boy Peja? <laughs> Stoyakovich. That boy Stoyakovich. I'm thinking of somebody, bro. But, oh, we Jokic, like, nigga? Jokic. Jokic. Damn. Nah, I was thinking that dude for the Warriors. Uh, Yosef Nurkic, he, he, I. Nah. He, 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 but yeah, he, he got a little strap on him, too. A little bit. Damn. Oh, I was thinking of Bielitsa, bro. Hey, Biel, hey, that boy, bitch. You were about to say it right, and you just said it wrong. Because you said it wrong first. No, I said it right first, What's his name? What's his name? Bielitsa. Bielitsa, bro. Bielitsa, bro. That boy, I don't even know his first name. All I know is Bitch Alika is a baby Jokic. He's a baby Jokic. He, it's Bielitsa. Bielitsa. I'll put the J in there. Just take it out, man. Huh? Just take the J out. Alright, bro. But anyways, that Kevin Porter shit was kind of crazy. So I'm on the side of LeBron, of course, which... Seems like LeBron runs the whole NBA now, so he okay. can say shit like that. He might as well be the, uh, what you call it, uh... Adam Silver's job? Yeah, commissioner. Yeah. Because if anybody LeBron else said finish. that shit LeBron said, they would've gotten fired. If Adam, <laughs> if Adam said that, he'd get fired. That's as the crazy. commissioner. Not fired, I think they'll get fined. Like, can you find the commissioner? Who's gonna find the commission? <laughs> LeBron, nigga. <laughs> 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 that boy is the NBA. <laughs> Hey, what is the NBA without LeBron right now? Okay. I was thinking about the other day. The NBA is going to be so sad without LeBron. Dude, bro, that's, that's, tired, bro. that's all we've known our whole life is LeBron. Dead ass. Imagine Everybody that day LeBron retires is going to be like a historic day. Like, you know how they be posting uh, Kobe's last game still to this day? It's going to be that like that for LeBron for the next 10 years, bro. What if he only scored two days? What if he pulled a Mark Pearson didn't do anything? Hey, D-Wade dropped a triple-double his last game. Okay. Crazy. He got to have a good game going out. Yeah. 
Damn, that's crazy. If he was on the other team, would you like let him have a good game? Fuck no. He gonna if I was guarding <laughs> him, he gonna have to get his. He said I'm play like, for your team, bro. I'll play for my no, team. No, no, I said if you were like playing against him. Exactly. Oh. I thought you said play for your team. Because think like, about it, bro. Uh, Kobe was even talking about it. he respects the Utah Jazz his last game because they tried. Yeah, they were making him work for his 60, bro. Yeah, I would do the same thing. You you if you were legend, you're working for that shit, bro. Okay. Okay. What if he's strong and bad, though? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you suck. Yeah, it's time for you to go. Okay. It's that time. I might let him get a bucket. No, nah, it's Big Ben, bro. You gotta go. You gotta, what's it called, bro? Who, who, like Dirk? That nigga could barely run on the court, bro. But he still had 20 points. And I know they were trying to guard that nigga. <laughs> hey, seeing Dirk run is the funniest <laughs> shit ever, bro. <laughs> he got, hey, he's an all-time great. I respect him. That championship he won against my Heat does not get talked about enough. But that nigga running is fucking hilarious, bro. He got no mobility at all. That shit just remind me of the fucking tire you're a fucking Udonis. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that just reminded me. Well, Udonis tried to get there. He just fell out his ass and broke that shit. Ain't no way he even doing that shit in practice. Bro. All right, bro. That nigga do that shit in practice, bro. <laughs> he, he windmilling that bitch in practice, for real. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all, y'all, uh, y'all see that? Um, Joe Green is uh, coming back. Coming yeah, back to the G League. That shit fine. All right, that was it. All right. <laughs> so, well, G League though, like think about it. The G League environment is pretty solid, and I feel like so, a lot of people in the G League are okay with just being in the G League. And a lot of them coming to the NBA lately. Hell yeah, a lot. Especially because of, of COVID. Hell yeah, getting their opportunity. Yeah, like Lance Stevenson dropping 30 points in his... That shit was crazy, Dog. bro. Shout out to him. Bro, I, mean, I was so happy when he came back, bro. I, I used to love watching him play, bro. Yeah. He played with so much energy. And, yeah, that shit's funny, too, bro. That shit's funny, too. I think he did that something wrong with him. Because I think he for real. I don't think he trying to be funny. I think that's just how he is. Bro. That is how he is. I love people like that. That boy, This G League thing is a good opportunity because, like, you be seeing, like, the regular people on your team. And, like, for me, I know he's not ass. And he's actually a great, a really good player. He's solid. But Gabe Vincent, I look at him. I'm like, damn, this dude is ass. But he's, he's good. He's good. But, like, you look at your favorite team and you see the people who actually are trash. And now, like, you know, people got COVID and everything. You see these people from the G League who's, who've always wanted the opportunity. And they're playing for the opportunity now. And now they actually get a real shot to... You know, get a real roster spot in the NBA. So I think it's a good thing. I mean, I saw the other day, Bismack Biombo, he got signed to the Suns on a 10-day contract, and they just extended him like yesterday for the whole regular season. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's been doing good. Yeah, when when players like that get their shot and they prove it, they deserve it. Like, yeah. who would have thought fucking Stanley Johnson would get a roster spot for the Lakers? He's averaging tw- a little bit over 25 points. Not points. Oh, shit, I'm tweaking. Yeah, you tweaking. He's averaging over 25 minutes per game for the Lakers right now. But only averaging six points per game. But the fact that he's playing that many fucking minutes is showing you how, the impact he makes on the court. And I think it's yeah, for sure. yeah, I think defensively for sure. Yeah, he's a lot. That boy be ooh, he be hustling. Like players like that, uh, like you said, Bismack. Mm-hmm. The players that show that they can, you know, they deserve a roster spot. They're gonna get it. Yeah. And even big name players are coming back. Like you said, Lance Stevenson. You got people like. Mario Chalmers and you know Gerald Green's trying to make a comeback now, like we said. I mean, Mario Chalmers hasn't done shit though. Yeah, no, no cap. Oh, for real? Has he not Nah, he hasn't played one minute. But we got we got another guy, point guard, uh, Kyle Guy. That man is a bucket. He looked like Jack Harlow, but he he dropped seventeen his first game. Yeah, but he was, he was cold in college, boy. Yeah, he was cold in college. He liked that, bro. So uh, another name. That another big name that got their chance was Isaiah Thomas. Like mm-hmm. he came from the G. You, you know everybody knows everybody what knows he's going through. But like I think a perfect example is people like Bismack Biyombo, yeah. Stanley Johnson, Lance Stevenson. Like if you're showing that you can get it consistently, then you're gonna get a roster spot. I hate to say this, but Isaiah Thomas didn't show it. No. Even though he was like crying about like not getting a roster spot, he had his chance with the Lakers. First game, 19 points. After that, no, he I, I try to tell people. Like, yeah, they just be acting like 
he was really good still, but he's not on the team for some reason. Like he's not on the team because I think he's doing wrong, bro. Yeah, y'all did him very dirty. What happened and after that, his career pretty much ended. I mean, they, his injury or his the way his career played out wasn't really our fault because he was just injured like that. But he was going to come back. And the way Brad, Brad Stevens is a great coach. And the way he ran that team, he ran the offense through Isaiah Thomas. So Isaiah Thomas basically got to do whatever he wants. Shoot as many shots as he wants. And they were doing good. They and were doing pretty like good. He was like just scoring. He was creating for his teammates yeah. too. He was a great shot. Creator. Did y'all cut him or trade him? Traded, traded to the Cavaliers. So, I don't, I don't I feel like we would have ever had a chance to win a championship. No, no, you're right. Y'all would have developed much better, I think, because I feel like y'all are in a hole right now, like because of that. Because, bro, I, I that's kind of like karma, to be honest. Like, y'all expected Kyrie to be better than IT. He turned out to be a worse fit for y'all than IT. Yeah, that's why, that's why, like, I don't believe in, like, just training player for a player. Because, like, it happened when, like, um, uh, when the Rockets traded Chris Paul for Westbrook. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know that that's going to end up better. They should have just kept Chris Paul. Right. I think uh, it was more of a Westbrook wanting to leave. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was different. Well, like, Isaiah Thomas was just thinking, I would have just been like, no, y'all keep Westbrook. But then again, the, the Rockets were going to like the Western Conference Finals like year after year, and they weren't getting nothing out of Chris Paul. Like they weren't it was the same thing with the Celtics. It was going to the Conference Finals. Oh. I guess they were just looking for something different, man. But for the Celtics, though, they made that was the farthest they made it, and that was it's best season by far. Why would y'all like just cut him? Like, why didn't you guys give him a chance to recover? Like, y'all were gonna be better next season. I think so. If it came back. Even just the way I mean, he was, he just came back the same though. So I mean, I, I mean, but I mean, how would you have known that y'all would have done uh, better or worse with it than y'all did with Kyrie that season? Because that shit was a train wreck, bro. Like you knew Jason Tatum was gonna come back better, Jalen Brown, and then if it even came back to somewhat how he was, I think it would have like. Kyrie was taking 20 shots, made like four for y'all. <laughs> IT wouldn't have even took that many shots, to be honest. Because he was, I mean, he, bro, he was, he was a good passer too, bro. Kyrie's not a good passer. Yeah. I'm sorry, he's just a scorer. He's only a good passer because he knows how to get space, like, and move defenders off him, so he has space to do stuff. Kyrie? Like but yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, I mean, all I want to say is, like, he got injured, so it's just like, he never came back as the same player or even close. So. As a Celtics fan, are you satisfied with what y'all did with Isaiah Thomas? I would say yes because, like, the whole thing with Kyrie, you could, like, never predict. And, like, I think everybody at the time thought, like, this is, like, obviously better because you're getting Kyrie mm-hmm. for Isaiah. So, yeah, no regrets. Uh, I mean, seeing that he got injured, I see. Okay. Well, as long as your fan base is happy, because that's where the money comes in. So, you know, the fan base is happy, the owner happy. Either way, it would have been a shit situation because he got injured. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of Kyrie. We could talk about that all day, but I'll leave it Kyrie coming back. He came back. Yeah, he came back. How'd he do, Manny? 22 points, three steals. He did his shit, you know. During the comeback, 19-point comeback to the goddamn shitty-ass Pacers. We good. But that was dropped the one Hey, Kyfer Sykes. Kyfer Sykes for the Pacers got signed to a 10-day. He dropped 18 that game, too. I just wanted to bring him up. Shout out Kyfer Sykes. Another one of them G League. You know what I hate, bro? I hate seeing, like, every... It seemed, I don't know if it's just my team, but, like, we'll play, like, a mediocre or a bad team. And some random dude I've never heard of. Like, he'll just destroy our defense somehow. Like, some, some random yes, at the end of the bench, and, like, we'd be struggling to stop him. It's like, what the fuck, man? I was watching the Lakers game. They played the fucking Spurs. I don't even know this fucking nigga's name. He went fucking perfect from the field, perfect from three, and this nigga is a fucking power forward. I know, I know he, he had fucking about, 30 bro. points. Wasn't the last game? Spurs, bro. Johnny was a Johnny was a Cause they, that's the guy that went off on us. I think I, I'm not sure, bro. I think it was like something jock to me. D I O P something. Oh, base D-I-O-P? Yes, base yeah. Oh, that yeah, nigga yeah. went fucking crazy, bro. I was like, who the fuck is this right. nigga? It's like, bro, because he, he playing for this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you fucking? 
Why are you dropping 30 <laughs> points against Russell? Russell was playing good that game, too. LeBron was playing good that game, too. Like, everybody on the Lakers was playing good, but all of a sudden, this nigga wants to drop 30, go right. 10 for 10 from the field. Like, who the fuck is hey, this nigga, you ever think that a player like LeBron, who like sees a guy like that go off, who's really not like that, be like, what the fuck, bro? I feel like I that's true. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, you need to calm your ass But up. I feel like LeBron's <laughs> seen this shit enough to the point where he's like, damn, it's another one of those games. <laughs> what the <laughs> <hell>? LeBron, <laughs> like, this nigga ain't doing this shit. I mean, ever. I'm going to talk about Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero's rookie year, bro, he was going crazy. But then, like, in interviews, people were like, nah, Tyler really not like that, bro. Like, he not like that. But going when he was going off against your team, you were like, damn, bro. Yeah. Fuck the nigga. What you, talk, what, what you got against Tyler, bro? I don't even think I'm against him. When he go off against the teams that I like, I say, fuck that nigga. But back to Kyrie, bro. He can't play home games. It's going to be a fucking struggle. And y'all are number two in the East. I So... Say we make it to the finals and we have to go to Golden State where he can't play. Oh, he can't play this exactly. We're it's fucked. Tough. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the most likely Any team California to team, any New York team, and Toronto, we can't play at. Damn. And uh, honestly, he's y'all's missing piece. That gives a. What is it? KD going to do his shit regardless? I think this is a missing piece for somebody like Martin. That relieves a lot of stress off of Harden because you could tell he. Enjoys not enjoys his natural play style is to kind of take a step back and just play make. If he has an open shot, he's going to take that bitch because that game Kyrie came back. Uh, they had about the similar amount of points amount. I think Harden had like sixteen or eighteen. Yeah, like 16. But my point is, my, I remember this that specific. He only took Harden only took twelve shots that game. Yeah. And don't you think that that's what he wants to do? He wants yeah. to let Kyrie and KD work while he you know runs the offense. I think he really enjoys playmaking. I think that the Nets are better off when Kyrie is on the floor in that regard because Harden does not want to do what he was doing in Houston. Yeah, he, he's a missing piece that makes them like a lethal team. And you could tell that it was one fucking game, bro. And every, like the whole Nets bench was hyped as fuck, mm-hmm. seeing Kyrie going crazy, getting steals. Like he's really, he's that piece, bro. I think they really need him. So and I think Kyrie, Durant, and Harden are all one of the greatest scorers of all time. So, like, you go back to the Eastern Conference Finals last year against the Bucks. You got probably who? Middleton on, say, Middleton on Harden, Drew Holiday on Kyrie, and Giannis on KD. Those are the three best defenders against the three best offensive players. One of them are getting a bucket. It don't matter how good a defender they are. You put any of them in ISO situation, I feel like all three can get a bucket. And you, even if they call, like, one of those guys is going to just be feeling good. Exactly. Uh, KD guaranteed 25-plus points, no matter Thanks. what. Like, his bad game is dead ass 24 points or some shit. Yeah. So, you, even if Giannis started him, like, that's a guarantee. Kyrie... He's obviously he's gonna get you eighteen plus at least. That's a bad. That's what I'm saying. Shaq said it the other day on TNT, bro. If all three of them go off, what the fuck can you do? Even on offense to match that fucking firepower, you can't. You can't. If all three of them go off, bro, it's crazy enough just for KD. The only team that can keep up with that firepower, I feel like, is maybe the Suns and the Warriors right now. Not even to be honest. Well, man, I think the Warriors, yeah, but sure. the Suns, not even, bro. Like sometimes they're when they're be- like when Cameron Payne, Cameron Payne's their X factor. So when he has a good game, the whole team does good. I feel, like, I feel like they have a lot of X factors, like um, Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson, Mikael yeah. Bridges is under. And don't they have Javale McGee this year? They have Jav- he has been solid. He's off been the bench, solid. Bro. He's been real solid. And now they got Bismack. He's goofy. Right? He goofy. <laughs> he always he been solid. I already noticed he can't play too many minutes, bro. Because if he plays, if he plays, <laughs> if he plays, yeah, hey, that's the bigger his head. If he playing more than ten minutes, that nigga try to do some fight. He's like, okay, I'm going crazy right now. Let me hop in my bag. He's like, hold on, ISO. No, 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 to bail. Doing that shit, no. all right, bro. You gotta get back. I'm like, I can't jump into the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey bro, tell me why Andre Drummond played ten minutes. This nigga gets a double bu- double, right? But let's say Joel Embiid injured. Me and him were watching this game. They played the Jazz. This nigga Drummond starts. He has zero points. <laughs> Fucking fifteen rebounds in thirty minutes, bro. 
But how can he go off when he only plays 10 minutes? I think he did that as just a goofy nigga just like you know. That's crazy. Funny as hell. Bruh, then. Didn't the Bucks cut Demarcus Cousins? They did. Yes, yeah. That is that as crazy. It's crazy, but it makes sense because Brooke Lopez is coming back because he had COVID, so they had to make a roster spot for him. And Bobby is Brooke Lopez a yeah? Like that's too. Like I feel so bad for Demarcus because he was actually he was, he was averaging like room. fifteen, I think. Yeah, he was. He it's was not like his. But honestly, um, even though he got cut, I think this kind of like a wake up call to other teams. Like this nigga still, he still got it in him. So hopefully. Nets. Yeah, I think he can go. Hey, Nets. Hey, Nets. Go ahead. I wouldn't be fucking surprised, bro. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't mind seeing him on the fucking uh, Hawks when uh, Clint is on the bench. No cap. I think the Celtics would be good with him. Ooh. I think so as well. If you move Robert, what's his name? That coup that he jumped in so well, Honestly, we need another big because, like, if Robert or Al is out, our next choice is Cantor or. That boy and his freedom. Canada don't play defense for shit. Yeah. And he be floating on offense sometimes like you. It's not Canada. But DeMarcus can really give it his all. I think uh, y'all will be very good with Cousins. I don't think it's going to happen, no. Right now, I was reading, the, uh, well, the other day I was reading, uh, New York Knicks and Boston Celtics have the most interest in DeMarcus Cousins right now. I think. Really? Yeah. Mm. That's a, oh, so I fucking call that shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> But New York got money. Hey, though. How you feel Shut about up, that? Nigga. No, hey. me. Wait, that's not on the agenda hey, for the podcast. How you bro. feel, that's how you feel about that game? That's not on the agenda. How you feel about that RJ game? RJ Barrett. Bank shot game. Y'all yeah, move. Hey, forget RJ Barrett. That nigga, Fournier. Fournier dropped, what, 43? 41. 41? Sure, that pissed me off. Like, he only does that against us. Because y'all cut. I y'all got rid of him. I think he averaged, like, a little under 30 points against y'all this season. I think I saw that on Instagram somewhere, but that man, what you guys say? He had a 25-point lead. We're going through it right now, bro. What do y'all got to do? Because obviously, I I, I don't want to make you mad or anything, but you don't have a championship team. You don't have a championship roster. And you're not getting close this year. So what do you... I'm not going to say we're not, because I think we have a lot of potential, but we just... Y'all aren't even close to top five in the... So but the thing is, I think you're right. But I feel like not us and a lot of other teams like have potential to like be up there still because they have the stars for it. They have a little bit of coaching. They got a supporting cast, but like they're just not putting it together. I think the 76ers these last few years have shown that potential doesn't mean shit. Like they've had great players like Ben Simmons when he was doing his thing. They had Joel Embiid. They, I don't I mean, think we've had a great coaching. Shit, but I'm saying I think we're better than how we're playing. Jason Tatum need to really. Got yeah. it. He got to be a superstar. Yeah. But I, I can't honestly. I can't even win because I feel I've I've seen like the strides he's made this year. Like he's got a lot better at passing this year. Ever since Marcus Smart said that shit, he's gotten a lot better. Like he's getting his shot selection so still. Great question. That's what I'm saying. People like the Marcus Cousins that bring that dog. Y'all just needed some more people to have that dog. Because I, yeah, Marcus Smart has it. I think Robert Williams has it at times. I don't really think. Tatum is more laid back. Yeah, I don't think you need a dog to mm-hmm. lead the way. If your leading player can't do it, then the supporting cast got to. Perfect example was that Toronto team that won the championship. Kawhi may be passive. He gonna bring it out on the court, mm-hmm. but his supporting cast were all dogs. Siakam. Dog. Kyle, Kyle Lowry, dog. Yeah. Danny Green, Ibaka. Experience. Ibaka, fucking dog. Yeah. Yeah, like, y'all just need, y'all just gotta figure it out. Y'all it's always been like that, too. Like, every time we struggle against a team, it's just, they be having more dog. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> the Heat got all dogs. Yeah. That's a perfect example. All, all dogs. Example. We don't have one person. Even Tyler Heroes. Y'all, y'all got the king of dogs. And they win it got we do. Kyle Lowry, Jimmy dog, Butler, dog, Bam's a dog, dog PJ Tucker, dog. shit. Oh, oh my gosh, Victor Oladipo, he comes back. That's a dog. Tyrone Hero, he's a dog. Tyrone Hero. Tyrone. Tyrone. All of them dogs, bro. That's why I love my team so much, bro. Like, we haven't been healthy this year. We're still a top four seed in the East. If we were healthy this year, it'd be number two easy. But, I mean, 
the teams we played, I think I said this last podcast too, we played the top three teams like in the East and we've beaten all of them at least think. once, probably twice. I know we beat the Bucks twice. I don't think I can beat the Bucks in the seven games. In the seven series? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I mean, y'all all dogs. Full health? I don't no, so. I don't think so, bro. To be completely I, I think the Bucks are just a little I think I I love the Heat. I really do. Mm-hmm. I love watching them play and everything because they're dogs. I love watching dogs play, but bruh, they Miami dogs, bro. That's they too. They got too many. They just too. What is it called? Put together. Yeah, they just. And too I, I don't think y'all gonna be able to stop yeah. this like last time. Yeah, so. yeah, y'all, y'all just be going crazy in the second half for real. I think that you're right. I think we can win, but I feel like. It would be best if the Nets or a team like that got them out the way. Because I feel like, I know y'all got three of the best scores all time, but y'all don't have defense. And we do have defense. And y'all don't have good big men, and we do have good big men. So I feel like that's where we had the advantage on the Nets. But the Bucks, it's like they're balanced all the way around more than the Nets are. So I feel like the Nets are easier for us than the Bucks would be. Yeah, I feel you about that. But the Nets, though, the Kyrie. Kyrie come back, I think they got it all the way. Yeah. And I mean, like, when I say come back, not no part-time Kyrie, bro. If he come back, yeah. right, determined to play, they going to get it all the way. But as of right now, Did it's about to beat the Bulls. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough experience. Yeah, I agree. I don't think, uh, I don't I mean, think. DeRozan has a lot of experience. That's he don't have enough championship experience. experience. I mean, DeRozan is clutch as fuck. He does have a lot of experience. I think he does have that championship mentality. I just don't think, as a team, they're ready for uh, playoff Jimmy. I don't think they're ready for playoff Giannis. I don't think they're ready for playoff Durant. Those three teams, I don't think the Bulls are ready for Playoff Tyler Hero. I fuck that. No, I kind of I kinda, I kinda believe in them as a playoff team. Really? Yeah. Really? I don't think they're another Utah Seven-game series. Name one starter besides DeRozan that's had playoff success. The only other player is Caruso. You know, he's going to bring it, but he's not a you know, I mean, star. He's not a star. Go far sometimes, so. You never know. Like the Hawks. You never know, but yeah, I was, was going to say like the Hawks last year. They had the team, that's but not started, experience. You know? That's true. They ain't really doing much this year, though. That nigga training some fucking help, man. That nigga needs another That man dropped star. 56. And lost. And L, bro. Hey, Anthony Simons, 43 points for his grandpa. Fuck that nigga, bro. That nigga Trey. That nigga Trey. <laughs> drop 56. Nah, Anthony Simons, bless up your grandpa. But come on, bro. You say it's a wild ass shit on the podcast. Yeah, bro. He, he dropped that grandpa's shit on his grandpa, Hey, good shit, nigga. <laughs> what do you mean, bro? This nigga acting like that shit is an easy beat. Right? Fuck, I don't. I don't. I don't give a fuck about the Raptors. What was it? The, the fucking Raptors? It was the Trailblazers. Exactly why I don't give a fuck about these niggas. I don't even know these niggas. No name, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this nigga training some fucking nah, hell, y'all fucking bruh. lost in them, so... Shit. Suck me out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the Hawks, y'all need some help. For real? I think this nigga... Bro, Trey needs another star, bro. He needs another star. I've been trying to say Jalen Brown for a year. He needs a two-way star. He needs Jalen Brown. He needs another go-to score. He needs Jalen Brown. That's tough. He ain't getting nothing. He needs Jalen Brown. We're not getting him. You know what would be crazy? What if they got somebody like Jamal Murray or Donovan Mitchell? I think that shit would No, they need somebody who plays defense. They can't have two liabilities. Donovan Mitchell's a liability on defense. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying the scoring and, like, that shit would be crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, I think you're right. What Dell said, they need a two way shot. Mm-hmm. But like, if they had nah, they had Giannis or somebody. Okay, anybody's gonna win with fucking Giannis, <laughs> bro. Come on, but I, I feel like that that's like saying you put Giannis on the Knicks. Like nigga. Giannis is on the same level as LeBron. I mean, come on, you put Giannis on any team that go into the playoffs easy. You put him on Orlando, they coming all the way up just like that. Yes, <laughs> he's like that. People don't give Giannis enough credit. Yeah, they they'll make playoffs. I don't think they would they would get to the championship. No, they would make playoffs though. I'm trying to think of solid two ways other than Jalen Brown. This one, Jalen Brown. I mean, Jimmy's not going nowhere. Yeah, he like he like that king of dogs. 
I don't know. Who's the best two-way in the league? We're going to end it right there. Best two-way. Top three two-way players in the league right now. Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Clay. Clay Thompson. Um, Who's coming back Sunday, y'all? I think that nigga is not appreciated enough. He should have been top three two-way. He hasn't played since 2019. I don't care. He should have been on that all-75 team. He should have. He should have. He just for the simple fact. He's over Dame. I don't know why Dame got it. I think he is really a Nella. great two-way in the league. Any team would be blessed to have him just as much as they would have Jalen Brown. Klay Thompson is a top three two-way in the league, I believe. Because that was the first name that came to mind other than Jalen Brown with the Hawks. We know he's not leaving Golden State. Realistically speaking, him, Klay, uh, Jimmy, and Jalen Brown, I think those are the Three. Are I'm we including Kawhi? Wait, we're yeah. taking Kawhi. Are we including Kawhi? I'm saying Kawhi first. Kawhi's I, thought, first. I thought we were talking about like non superstar, like uh, what's it called, sidekick ass. No, um, we're talking about like, like, like in the NBA. Like the obvious. Yeah, what's the not the number one option. Bro, are we gonna talk? If we're gonna say that, then we can fucking bring LeBron, Kawhi. LeBron can't play defense. Like, I'm just saying, just in general, like, I mean, he makes a lot of defensive plays, too. But he also gets blown by a lot, and he's caught just staring around. Yeah, honestly, he's, he oh, plays, he's playing very lazy right now. But he's been like that since we got to the Lakers. I thought y'all, I thought we were talking about. All right, let's talk about your side niggas, bro. Let's talk about your side niggas. No, I'm just saying, if y'all want to bring in Kawhi, then I'll bring in Giannis. I was thinking about Giannis. I was like, okay, let's, let's talk about sidekick niggas. Side let's talk about sidekick niggas. Like Jalen Brown's sidekick. You got Paul Jason George. Tatum, right? Paul, Paul George. George. Ooh, that's a good sidekick. He, he borderline sidekick, though. What you talking about? He borderline sidekick. He's Kawhi's sidekick. And he was Russell Westbrook's sidekick. Don't play. That nigga was a sidekick to Russell Westbrook in those cases. He has main potential. Huh? Oh, he has main potential. He could crazy. He's been a main nigga before. Yeah, Clay hasn't proven they can be a main nigga. Okay, but he's still a side nigga. It's like your top side nigga, bro. Like, okay, say you were a shoddy. <laughs> say you were shoddy. <laughs> hey, take this shit out of context, bro. You can take this shit out of context. It sounds so weird. When bro. I say, when I say a sidekick ass nigga, what I mean by that is someone you can rely on to get buckets while you're not in the game, but when you come in the game, he's still going to get his buckets, goddamn. So like Paul George, right? No, but Paul George, okay, Paul George is different because he's proven that he can be a superstar on another team. I feel like Jalen Brown hasn't done that yet. Clay hasn't done that yet. But I'm talking about right now, in his role, when when this a fully healthy team, his role is to be a side nigga, bro. Kawhi's the main no, bitch. No, honestly, I feel like it's like 65, 30, not 65, but not uh, 55, 45. Like, 60, 40, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Kawhi can take them to by himself. I've seen him do it with the Raptors. Paul bro. George can t- make the playoffs by himself, but he's not gonna win it. I'm telling you, Kawhi can go all the nigga. Okay, if, that's the, case, right. if that's the case, then uh, what's it called? We can bring Giannis into it as well because I don't think he will, he can win a championship without his teammates. Nobody can though. I mean. I'm talking about another superstar. Giannis doesn't have another superstar. Chris Middleton gives y'all buckets. He's an all-star. He's not a superstar. Chris Middleton is a solid sign nigga. There's a difference between a superstar and an all-star, bruh. Okay. A superstar is Kawhi. Paul George is a superstar. Yes. That's what I'm saying. He's not a side nigga. But he's a side nigga when Kawhi's there. But and that's just, what the team is based around. You just supported around. my point. Those are two oh, superstars, yeah, you nigga. Did. You kind of did. But well, I'm saying in the system, okay. You have the main nigga. Who's the main nigga? Kawhi, right? But who's the side nigga? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hold on, hold on. Who's the side nigga? Who's the side nigga? Paul George. But he's a superstar, right? Yes. Okay. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Oh, no, no. Hold on. Jalen Brown. What is he? An all star. He's not a superstar. Clay Thompson. All star, superstar. I would say superstar. I would say that as well, but he has not proven that he can carry a team by himself. So that, to me, makes him an all star, which means he is a sidekick ass nigga, which means. That he is not better. By sidekick ass nigga, I mean the number two on a team, bruh. Kawhi is number one, Paul George is number two so on a team. So if that's the case, then AD is a sidekick ass nigga to LeBron. Yes. Yes. But he's a superstar. Yes. 
Oh shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's my point exactly. So you're supporting my point by saying Paul George is a superstar, which means he is not a sidekick as nigga as definition. No, so he is. What? What? I'm saying so my. He just said that AD is a uh, is a sidekick as nigga. I was saying that he views AD as a sidekick as nigga. Yeah, to LeBron. Yeah. But what? Okay, I understand what you're saying, but my my sidekick definition is the number two on the team. Okay, you you say your three sidekick as niggas, and I'll say my three sidekick. All right, I'm saying as two ways in the league, my sidekick as niggas are (laughs) Paul George. No order. I'm just saying Paul George, Clay Thompson, and Jalen Brown. That's my top three sidekick as niggas. Whoa, you're two way. You want my sidekick ass nigga? I'm waiting on it, actually. That nigga Jalen Brown. Uh-huh. That nigga is a solid sidekick ass nigga. That's why I put him. Alright, thanks, bro. Come on. Clay Thompson. That's why I put him. That nigga. <laughs> yes. All I'm saying is, I'm not putting Paul George in. Okay, so <laughs> this is your third, bro. Let's get to it. Y'all's listen, bro. This y'all's a video, bro. <laughs> I said this earlier in the podcast. This nigga finna be mad as fuck. I was gonna say Jimmy Butler. He is not a superstar to me. But who's his sidekick? Huh? Who's his sidekick? I mean, who's who's number one if he's the sidekick? All I'm saying is, if he went to a team, yeah. If he, if all right, let me let me explain this. Let me explain. (laughs) No, yo, he's not a sidekick, bro. What the fuck are y'all niggas talking? I'm saying Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, sidekick ass nigga, two way. If he went to LeBron's team right now, they wouldn't. Think about it, Brenda. A lot of times in the movies, a bunch of sidekicks be a main nigga ass. What the fuck are you talking about? Talking about ifs, we really not talking about. He ifs. was, he and was. With, okay, no, no, no. Like, he was with the Sixers. He was with the Sixers. Definitely a sidekick ass nigga to Joel Embiid. I'm taking Joel Embiid over Jimmy any day of the week. Perfect sidekick ass nigga. If they had kept Jimmy instead of fucking Ben Simmons, playoff Eastern Conference Finals every fucking year. If Jimmy he, Butler is the perfect sidekick ass nigga. He does have a point, but you realize he's saying if in every single sentence that he. No, saw. I just gave a solid evidence point, didn't I? With the Sixers, Wait, he was a sidekick ass nigga. Was I'm talking about right now, bro? You taking a regular book now? I'm saying right now a sidekick ass nigga two way. Jimmy Butler, I'm saying my he's definition. He's in the league right hold now. On, hold on, my, de- my definition. <laughs> what? My definition of a sidekick ass nigga, don't interrupt, bro, is the number two on a team. Jimmy Butler is not the number two scoring option on that team. It's It's Bam. It's not just scoring. Okay, but he's not number two in anything, bro. The number two in everything on the Miami Heat is Bam. Jimmy Butler is always number one. Oh, you're basing it off of. You're picking picking number two in. Each team lead right now instead of looking at each individual player who will be the great number two player. Yeah. Oh. Because that's their role right now. They're not the number oh, two you're player. Looking now. At, you're looking at the role right now. Yes, because the not. I'm just thinking about them as a whole. Like, oh. Like as a whole. Okay, but we're not talking about that because that's not the role they play. I'm saying that Jimmy Butler, when he played that role, to this day, he has proven that he's top three in the league sidekick ass nigga. Jimmy yeah. Butler, Clay Thompson, uh, uh, Chris Middleton. Oh, Chris Middleton. Okay, I'm taking, I'm taking Chris Middleton over Jalen Brown. Ooh, yeah, I'm taking, I'm Chris, taking Middleton over Jalen over Brown. Brown. To
sidekick ass nigga. I'm gonna throw Chris in there. He's gonna be number one guy. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton's in there. That man don't bucket too. He clutches. Fuck that nigga. Let's go. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw JB in there because that's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Jalen Brown number three. Um, oh, you said JB. I thought you talking about Jimmy Butler. Uh, number three. Uh, I Two-way. Hey, hold on. Is Chris Paul a two-way sidekick-ass nigga? Low-key, yes. Because Devin Booker is the number one on that team. And Chris Paul makes complete. And he has good-ass defense. Every team he go to, even though they don't like make it all the way... Every team he go to perform really well. Like, I don't, like, I don't feel like Chris Paul is like a second option. Like, he is to Devin he, Booker. He was definitely he a second scoring, option. He's scoring, scoring, but everything else, like I think he's like the the guy because he's ball handling a lot. Yeah, he even, even like deep, like he manages the defense a little bit, like all that stuff. Like he's the guy for that. I guess you're right because he is a point guard. He hey. has to be able to get buckets. Underrated two way is Drew Holiday. No cap. He can give you yeah. buck. He can get you buckets. He can pass the ball, and he's the best he guard not, at defense. He's not the best two way on his respective team. Right? No, he's not. So, but that is a great. But point. I'm Drew just saying, Holiday is real solid. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that don't understand how important defense is because people yeah, will say right. CJ McCollum, but like if the Hawks got CJ McCollum right now, I think they'll be in a far set. Yeah, like if y'all give up all the players, you said worse. The Hawks would be worse. I mean, based on what they would probably have to give up to get him. Yeah, like you're going to have to give up CJ McCollum. Like, you, you're going to end up having to give away, like, Cam Reddish and stuff. Like, they don't need his buckets that bad. No, yeah. they got a bucket maker. So, Manny, what's your top three? Uh, my top three is Jalen Brown, Clay Thompson. Oh, that third one's kind of hard. I feel like it's somebody we Probably, but if we forget them, then they can't be that great. Because we named the greats. But as soon as y'all said Chris Middleton, I was like, oh shit, I forgot yeah. about that nigga. But he, I think it's because Giannis is such a big name. I mean, the only person that I think I'm forgetting is Malcolm Brogdon, but I don't think he's up there in his top three. He has potential to be. He does. Definitely, but yeah. Are y'all counting Paul George as a sidekick? Yeah, he is on mine. He is. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm not counting him as a sidekick. It's, it's all you, though. It's all like what you base it off. He's not a psychic ass nigga, you know. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> it's just it's just the fact that he carried the team by himself at, with the Pacers and everything. Like if Chris Middleton had did that, I wouldn't even consider him a sidekick ass. Oh, I said kiss. Sidekick ass nigga, you know? Alright, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I third one gotta be Chris Middleton then, yeah. Alright, yeah. Alright, bro. I respect it. Good little debate. I fuck with that shit. <sighs> well, y'all got anything else to say about this episode? Hey, tell us y'all sidekick niggas. Uh, <laughs> Post in the Instagram comment. Any comments, any social media we got. It's all gonna be in the bio, man. Just just post who y'all sidekick Hey, tell him, tell him that a Paul George ain't no sidekick ass. Alright, bro. This <laughs> is your boy, B Miles. Signing out. We got Manny. It's hard. And we got and we got oh, this your this your nigga ant this your nigga ant. This has been the lunchroom sports, and we are out. Adios.